This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. Welcome back to part five in our study on the Holy Spirit. Today we are talking about the blessings of praying in tongues. So far we've covered you know, a breath of fresh air, talked about the nature of God in part one. In part two we talked about the meaning of Pentecost as we discussed the three Jewish holidays. And, uh, and we have talked about um, uh, understanding spiritual gifts, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now we want to continue talk about, you know, why pray in tongues? What, what are the benefits? What are the blessings? What happens? Is this scripture? Is it biblical? We're going to jump right back in. Again, we're going to read Acts 19, verse 1 and 2. Uh, that is our key foundation, and that's the reason why we're doing this series. We believe God has put it on our hearts to bring understanding and clarity to this topic of the Holy Spirit. And... Um, Hopefully, you know, many will embrace the Holy Spirit like never before so they can access all that God the Father Son has for them through the Holy Spirit. So, Acts 19.1-2, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Their friend, there are many people, you know, they love Jesus, but they have not been taught about the Holy Spirit. They have not been exposed to the workings of the Holy Spirit. And so by doing so, they, they basically, you know, they are walking in, in, in ignorance because the Bible tells us that people perish for lack of knowledge. You know, ignorance is not a sin, but it can cost us, you know, all the, the, the blessings and the privileges that God desires to bestow on us. So it, my desire is to bring understanding and clarity so we can operate with knowledge, okay, regarding the Holy Spirit. In this particular uh, episode, we want to talk about, you know, praying in tongues specifically, because that is a hot topic for many people, you know, uh, and so we're going to go through the blessings here and see is it scripture. Acts 2, verse 1 to 4, I'm reading from the New King James, say, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. 
And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty, a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each, other, each of them, and they were all, now this is what I want you to put in your spirit, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, not some of them, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I know some people have condemned speaking in tongues as being demonic. It's not scripture. It's not for today. But we see this is the early church. This is the first century church. When the Holy Spirit came, he gave utterance uh, to their prayer, give them a prayer language, and as they were praying, you know, they experienced this mighty works of God as they were, you know, praying and, and, and reaching out to God. So I want to walk you through some of them here. Blessing number one. What happens when you pray in tongues? You declare the wonders of God. Okay, how come? Acts chapter 2 verse 5. We're going to read it. Acts 2, 5 to 10. Uh, from the New International Version. It says, Now there was sitting in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. People had come over. Remember, it was the day of Pentecost, so they had come to celebrate the day of the giving of the Ten Commandments. Okay, and remember, as we have covered already, that the Pentecost was 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Okay, when they heard this sound, what sound? The mighty rushing wind coming upon them and the sound that came forth. A crowd came together in bewilderment. Bewilderment. Because each one heard their own languages being spoken. These people that were praying in tongues, they were speaking languages that others who had gathered began to understand. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hear them in our own native language? Okay, and I'm going to jump to the last verse. You know, all the people that have come from, you know, different places. And they says, you know, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. You know, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. The people who are praying in tongues, they were praying, given the utterance by the Holy Spirit, by the people that heard them. You know, they heard them declaring the wonders of God. Blessing number one, when you pray in tongues, allow yourself to pray in tongues. Now, you, you are baptizing the Holy Spirit with, you know, evidence of praying in tongues. When you pray in tongues, this is one of them. You are declaring the wonders of God as they did. Okay. Blessing number two, you magnify God. Acts 10 verse 44 through 46. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all, all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. Remember when the Bible talks about the circumcision, it's talking about the Jews. You know, and they were astonished because they thought, you know, this gift of God was only for, for the Jews. But now here you have the Gentiles you know, receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and they were too speaking in tongues, okay? And this is what happened. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. 
Okay, remember, this is on a different occasion. This is in way, way, you know, in chapter 10. And we see, again, they were in one place in a prayer meeting. Now, let me say this for clarity. That, you know, the, the praying of, of tongues that I'm, not, I'm talking about is not the public uh, praying in tongues, you know, uh, in... Um, in a church settings, though we see here they were in small groups, but for the sake of clarity, for the sake of 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 just of of order, I'm talking about you praying in the spirit in your prayer language, uh, and and being able to build yourself up and you know really digging deep into this gift. Okay, but uh, we see here in the upper room they were they were in a, a group. We see at Peter. Uh, when Peter was speaking in Acts chapter 10, again, there were other people. This was a group, but these were like-minded people that were praying. I, 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 I like to think that they were praying, uh, and then the Holy Spirit got poured out to them, and they began to speak in, in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Blessing number three. When you speak in tongues, you pray in your private prayer time, um, you, are, you speak to God. 1 Corinthians 14, verse uh, 2. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Okay? That's why I, I, you know, I emphasize the, the, what I'm teaching right now, what I'm uh, I, uh, hoping that you embrace and go deeper is your personal prayer time, you know, praying in the Holy Spirit, uh, and, and you are speaking, you know, you're speaking to God. Now, on another time, we can talk about are the tongues for the congregation and somebody has to interpret? That's another old subject altogether. Right now, what you're talking about is praying in tongues. You know, what are the benefits? What are the blessings? When you pray in tongues as a prayer language, you know, in your prayer time, you know, um, okay, you are speaking to God. The devil cannot decode your message. You know, I, I love, that's why I love praying in tongues. I, you know, I know I'm a, pray, I, I'm a tongue talker. Yeah. Yours truly, I love praying in tongues. I pray in tongues probably more than anything because I have discovered these actually, you know, 30 plus years ago. Actually, the first book I wrote is on praying in tongues and hopefully one of those days will, it will be published. Uh, but because I studied this and I was like, wow, when you pray in tongues, the devil cannot decode your message because the Bible says if you pray in a tongue, you, are, you don't speak to man. You know, you speak to God. That's why you can't stand, stand on the pulpit and preach in tongues, you know. <laughs> no, you can't. But in your prayer language, in your, in your prayer time, you can really, you know, pour your heart out to God, you know, as you pray in tongues or pray in the Spirit or speak in tongues. Whatever terminology you want to use is fine with me, but this is what happens. So if you embrace it, it's going to change your life. It's going to elevate your prayer time. It's going to elevate your ability to really to plug into all that God, the rivers of God, the gifts of God, as I'm going to share here, the gifts of God, all that the Holy Spirit has. I believe, you know, praying in the Spirit is the doorway to entering in there. Okay. Blessing number four. When you speak in tongues, you're speaking mysteries. Okay. First Corinthians 4. Verse 2, part B. For no one understand him who speaks in tongues, for understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. In the spirit. I believe, this is what I believe, the devil fights praying in tongues so much because of the blessings that, that are 
attached to praying in tongues. I believe that's why the devil fights it. And, you know, even good, intelligent, smart people, people that love Jesus, condemn praying in tongues because they say, oh, that's not, you know, that's demonic or that's not for today or, you know, you don't really need to care about that. Just care for the, you know, for just uh, the deeper things of God and the word of God. But this is the word. This is in the word. Okay. They prayed in tongues and this is what is happening when you pray in tongues it says you are speaking mysteries mysteries to who mysteries to god mystery you're declaring i know i've been in prayer times where i'm praying in tongues and as you as i'm gonna you know uh, show you even paul says that when you pray in in tongues pray you know Pray that you may interpret or understand what you pray. There comes a time when you've been, you know, like praying in tongues is like building your, you know, spiritual muscle. There comes a time when you begin to understand what you're praying. And as you pray these mysteries, sometimes you are prophesying. Sometimes you're declaring and decreeing, you know, to, to, the, to the demonic world. It's like you are, you are rebuking. I mean, I've experienced on all kinds of levels and because it's in the spirit mysteries of God. You are declaring the mysteries of God over yourself, over your city, over your family, your marriage. You know, I, I you know, in my book, Working the Works of God, you know, um, I went to the hospital. That testimony that I talk about of, uh, of the young woman with AIDS, you know, I didn't know what to to, 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 to do or to say, uh, you know, but I was moved with compassion. You know, she's had sores on her head and under uh, armpits, lips were dripping blood. I mean, she was like, you know, there was barely meat on her and they had sent her that afternoon to go home and die when I had, you know, I walked in at three o'clock. Uh, and so after sharing the gospel with her, she couldn't talk, but she, you know, she was just barely moving ahead in agreement. Uh, and I closed my eyes and all of a sudden, you know, I, I thought I was going to pray in English or pray in Luganda, but I used like this, this prayer came forth in tongues. It's just me and her and, and a few of our family members, you know, sitting around the bed and I prayed. A short prayer, powerful prayer, and she told me, as you began to pray, the fire kept, waves of fire kept going through me. And by the time I was said, Amen, the sores had dried. The lips that were, were dripping blood had stopped dripping. The boils under armpits had disappeared. All of a sudden, her wounded body was completely made whole. Miraculous, right there. It's not my, it wasn't my prayer, it was the prayer of the Holy Spirit, as I'm going to show you here, is the prayer that the Holy Spirit was praying for her. He knew what to pray and how to pray it. and was just be merely, you know, the vessel that he was using, you know. But when we pray in tongues, we pray, praying mysteries of God. When we pray in tongues, you edify yourself. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Do you want to be edified? Pray in tongues. You're confused, you're depressed, stressed out, you don't know what to do and how to do it. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because when you're praying in tongues, you are edifying yourself. Your spirit, there is this intertwining inter of your spirit with the spirit of God. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost, as I'm going to show you here in the next blessing. Oh, dear friend, I love this. This changed my life. It's like then all of a sudden, 
your spirit like your spiritual muscles begin to strengthen it's like going to the gym and it's like you're working out and it's like you're exercising the muscles are strengthening they're enlarging and they're expanding you know daily as you pray in tongues you edify yourself you're building yourself up by the spirit let's go to number six. Oh, i love this when you pray in tongues your spirit prays your spirit now, this is kind of like your understanding, you, you know, your mind is kind of like cut off for a moment, and it is your spirit. Your, 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 your doubt from your mind, your logic cannot get in the way, because now the Holy Ghost has got a hold of your spirit, and he's crying out, and he's speaking, and he's praying out of your spirit, man. Listen to this, First Corinthians 14, verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit, now this is Paul, wrote 80% of the New Testament, you know, out of Revelation. He says, if I pray in tongues, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. For a moment there, your understanding, your logic, the doubt that comes in from all these thoughts, they are kind of like stopped, they are cut off. It is the spirit of God moving your spirit, praying, and your spirit is praying. And dear friend, if you ever want to pray a perfect prayer, pray in tongues. <laughs> yeah? Because when you do, Listen, this is what's happening. Blessing number seven. When you are praying in tongues, the Spirit makes intercession for you. In other words, God himself is praying for you. God is interceding. Because the Spirit of God, who is God, he's making intercession for you. Listen, Romans 8.26. Likewise, the Spirit... This is the only time in the Bible that, you know, the Bible says that we don't know what to do. We don't know how to, to do it or how to pray. You know, it doesn't say we don't know how to preach. It never says we don't know how to, you know, be, you know, good husbands, good, you know, spouses. It says we do not know. Likewise, also the helps, uh, the, the Spirit helps in our weaknesses. What weaknesses? Listen to this. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. We do not. But the Spirit himself makes intercession. We have a weakness, but listen to this, dear friend. We are not left to ourselves. The Spirit himself, he does not only take our spirit and prays, you know, enables our spirit to pray. But now we see as we pray in an unknown tongue, the Spirit is making intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered with words and groanings and tears that cannot be uttered. He knows how to pray for you. He knows how to pray for your marriage, your family, your children, your loved ones that do not know Jesus. He knows how to pray for your business. He knows how to pray for you, for your church, for your community, for your nation, whatever it may be. He knows. You do not know. You may have a prayer point. You may have prayer requests, a long list of them, but he knows on several occasions i've been in prayer several times i'll give you an example 2012 i was we were in romania doing mission and i was in prayer getting ready to go to this conference and the holy spirit stopped me in the midst of the prayer i'm on my knees and, and i'm thinking man i'm praising into god i'm praying you know for god to move and god to save people and the holy spirit said andrew stop i said why say you're praying for the wrong thing really i'm going to go to a praying i'm praying that you know people get saved and in touch and the word of god will move swiftly and be glorified he said yeah but that's not what i'm doing that's what that's not what you ought to be praying for right now 
And you know what he said? He said, Andrew, I want you to prepare the vessel. I'm going to do the ministry. I said, okay, Lord, how do I prepare the vessel? He just said, yield to my spirit and let me pray with you and for you. Oh, for the next several hours, I was in my office on my knees and praying in the Holy Ghost and praying. I remember my wife called, came, you know, uh, to call me for lunch and the door was locked and I was on my knees just praying in the Holy Ghost until the Holy Ghost was done praying. A few weeks later, the, you know, the, the date of the conference came and I went to the conference. All this time, he's, the Holy Spirit has been preparing the vessel. He said, I'm going to do the ministry. You prepare the vessel, and I'm going to prepare the vessel by praying for you and praying through you. So we go to the conference. The first day, I read Psalms chapter 24. I'm reading, you know, I'm going to talk about holiness. You know, Psalms, and as I begin to read verse 1, I'm, you know, I'm, by the time I got to verse 3, the glory of God entered the room. I did not get to preach that first service. The power of God was so thick, so strong, I could barely hold on to the, you know, to, the to the pulpit. And I'm standing there, and the sick began to get healed. Demons began to leave people. I mean, people began to get, I mean, touched by the, from the front to the back and back and back and forth. And I'm standing there, and the worship, I just asked the worship, you know, quietly and softly, play some songs. And we worshiped God, and we watched a mighty move of God. Listen, friend. I wasn't doing any, I can't take credit for any of that, you know, what God did. I can't really take credit for it because I barely, I just read the scripture. And the glory of God, the power of God was so strong. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel the anointing. It was so strong. It was so strong. I remember the pastor could not stand. He, he, he was trying to come get the mic to tell people to come for prayer and, I, and it's like he was stopped in his tracks the power of God was so strong we just stood there and worshipped his holiness and exalted his holiness as he healed the sick touched people and at the end I ran the verse again and just invited people to get saved <laughs> and people got saved I remember the pastor told me there were people who were watching on television, they were on the live stream, they were in tears as they were calling in. It was like, how long is this meeting? People got on trains and started coming to the conference, hundreds of miles all across Romania. Dear friend, it was all because I allowed the Holy Spirit to make intercession. This is powerful. And I believe that's the reason why the devil fights it. Because he knows if he can have people really access these blessings, the church is not going to be as weak as we are. We're not going to depend on smoke machines and you know what the Bible calls strange fires and stage fires. Having to create a wow factor. The Holy Ghost. I've been in services in Africa and all across Europe and even all across America. The Holy Ghost. If we let him, he can be the wow factor. And I'm telling you, he has wowed multitudes and multitudes of people over the last 30 years I've been ministering the gospel. He has been the only wow factor. He has been the only attraction. And he can, but I believe the enemy fights 
this truth because he knows that through it we can really access the power of God. We can really be dangerous. You know, one of the things that I've noticed in my own life that the, the praying in the Holy Ghost, blessing number eight, when you pray in the Holy Spirit or pray in tongues, you build your most holy faith. I believe this means that the Holy Spirit takes you and, and that the praying in tongues is like the doorway into the gifts and in the power of God because you are building your most holy faith. Like I told you with that young lady dying in the hospital, I don't know if I had faith for her healing or not, but that prayer I prayed, it not only built me up for that very moment, which was what, maybe less than a minute we prayed, but the power of God touched me and I could feel it and it touched her, an instant miracle. When you pray in tongues, you build your most holy faith. When you pray in tongues, when you're faced with circumstances, you, can't even, you don't even know what to do. Begin to pray in tongues because the Holy Ghost is going to build your most holy faith. Your faith is going to begin to build you up. It's going to begin to encourage you. Some of the most powerful prophecies and ones of knowledge, words of wisdom, ones of prophets I've ever received, they were from myself, even up to today. As I pray in the Holy Spirit, there comes a time when he begins to speak. He begins to edify me. He begins to, you know, it's like the, the portals of heaven are open. The Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit is so crucial to your spiritual walk. I believe that that's why the enemy will stop at nothing from making it happen. He doesn't want it to happen. Yeah, I know, you know, some that have abused it and, uh, and hasn't been, you know, um, packaged well and the presentation has been bad and so many people have been put off. But that's no reason to really ignore, neglect and throw out this truth because I'm telling you, this is life changing. This is powerful. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, let's recap these seven blessings. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are declaring the wonders of God. You magnify God. You speak to God where the devil cannot decode your message. You're speaking mysteries to yourself, even to the enemy. You edify yourself. Your spirit prays. The Holy Spirit makes intercession for you. And you build your most holy faith. Dear friend, that is good. <laughs> that is huge enough for me to embrace this truth and to exercise it as part of my everyday life. I believe God wants you to experience the Holy Spirit and the fullness of his work in your life in an all new way. Will you embrace praying in the Holy Spirit in your prayer time, in your private prayer? And let him usher you into the gifts, the powers, the revelations of God. As we finish this broadcast today, I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus. You've been watching and like, what are you talking about? Well, the key, the first step to knowing the Holy Spirit and all these blessings is to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and your Savior. If you have never 
start a relationship with Jesus, you can start it today. By acknowledging what he did in your name and in your place. He died for you. You don't have to die to go to heaven. Jesus died. You just have to receive the free gift that he gives you today. Would you say this prayer? Mean what you say and say what you mean. Lord Jesus, I need you. I am a sinner and I need a savior. And you died in my name and in my place to save me. Would you save me now? I turn over my life to you. I believe that God raised you from the dead, that you are the Son of God, and I confess with my mouth that I am saved today, that you are Lord and Savior of my life. Fill my life with your Holy Spirit. Empower me to live for you. Now, until you come. Amen. Dear friend, you have said that prayer. Jesus has saved you, and the Holy Spirit has come into your life to help you to live a life that is holy, that is righteous, to make a difference, to empower you for a supernatural lifestyle. And he's going to take you into the blessings I'm talking about. Find yourself a Bible-believing church, a spirit-filled Bible-believing church that believes in the Holy Spirit, his work, his ministry, and get plugged in. And write to us. You know, uh, the information is on your screen. Kingdom Impact Ministry. Write to us and go online. And let us know of your decision. We'd like to send you an email and with links to resources that we have created to help you grow in your walk with God. Amen. And dear friend, thank you for watching and thank you for listening. For all of you, our viewers, I, I invite you to help us to continue spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ by giving to this ministry. You can give online. You can give by check or money order. You can write to us. The information is on your screen. I look forward to hearing from you, and I look forward to hearing and reading your stories, your testimonies of how this ministry and this message is changing your life. May God bless you, and I'll see you next time. As a believer, the keys to the supernatural are in your hands, and with them you can access your inheritance. In his newest book, Working the Works of God, Dr. Andrew teaches us how, through the glory of God and His anointing, we are empowered to move past our human abilities and function in the supernatural realm, where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, Call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org. Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come broadcast 24-7 online at kingdomimpactministry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Ministry TV channels available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV. To stream on the go, get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, 
order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423, or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.